1: WTC Minneapolis-St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRochstrom. Already skittish from a July 4th magnitude 6.4 earthquake, Southern California residents experienced an even bigger one on Friday. The U.S. Geological Survey says the quake hit at 8.19 p.m. local time Friday, centered about 11 miles from the magnitude 6.4 quake that struck Thursday near Ridgecrest. The agency says that the initial measurement is between 6.9 and 7.1 on the Richter scale. It was felt in the downtown area with a rolling motion, as is typically described. However, the effects of the quake were felt as far away eastward in Las Vegas, as far southward in Mexico, as far westward in Los Angeles. That's George Bonzani reporting. Meanwhile, 20 people were injured and businesses were damaged after an explosion in the South Florida shopping plaza west of Fort Lauderdale. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher has had enough. I am so sick! of these
2: un-American miscreants who hate this country so much that they want to strip every symbol of our nation's beginnings, its foundings, its origins. And you know what? We can push back, too. We can push back with truth,
1: with logic. I am fed up. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio.
3: AM to the Patriot Intelligent Radio. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. High of 81, mostly sunny tonight, mostly clear, low of 61. Sunday, more of the same, mostly sunny and a high of 81. AM to the Patriot is available on FM in the western suburbs tuned to FM 107.5 in the West Metro area as we bring you the full Patriot lineup at 107.5 FM. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says, Send us your tired huddle, the masses yearning to see red. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, which since February of 2002 has been plugging gamely away to try and win the little piece of culture that I have some visibility into, that being upstream of politics. And the effect I've had uh, in all humility has been much more than I expected. Uh, it led to this broadcast, my own broadcast, the Saturday afternoon one to three show which has been going since 2004, and this broadcast, uh, Brad Carlson's Closer broadcast, which has been going since... 2011, I believe it started uh, back around the time my granddaughter was born, in 2011. So going on seven years uh, of of Sunday broadcasting, thereby dominating the Twin Cities broadcast weekend. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, uh, out on assignment today. He'll be back next Saturday, uh, Sunday rather, from one to three. I will be back on the usual Saturday uh, slot every Saturday from one to three on the Headliner Edition. Of the Northern Alliance, uh, King Banyan, of course, does the King Banyan radio show uh, part of the uh, lineup over on our sister station AM fourteen forty, The Businessman, business, businessman, businessman, every Saturday morning from nine to eleven on AM fourteen forty, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, benign despots, but despots nonetheless of weekend radio here in the Twin Cities. Well, we're coming up on Independence Day. Some call it the 4th of July. Some people get peevish about it being called the 4th of July, saying it's Independence Day. To which I respond, oh, get over it. We know. It, they're used interchangeably. We prefer to 4th of July and Independence Day interchangeably. And and yes, it would be best if most Americans knew what it stood for and really felt and believed what it stood for. And And by the way, that's your job as well as mine to affect that in the population around us. And I'm here to tell you telling people, don't call it the 4th of July. It's Independence Day is about as successful in, in spreading civic knowledge to the uneducated as going, uh, as, as jabbering about the Oxford comma is when it comes to grammar. <laughs> it alienates people. Don't do it just make sure fourth of july and independence day are synonymous for the right reasons and yeah taking a day off and smoking up some brisket that's the sound of saliva welling up at the mention of of briskets i don't know it's become an obsession uh lately uh is is a wonderful thing in and of itself but, of course, the reason for the season is the independence of the United States, the Declaration of Independence, whose anniversaries celebrate every July 4th. And it's a good thing to revisit that declaration once in a while. So pour yourself a drink, and I'm going to do exactly that for the next hour, going over bits and pieces of it that you and I, as conservatives, as patriots, as people who believe— in what America is supposed to be about actually do know to be a fact and things that we need to live and pass on to other people who need to know these things. But I think it's also instructive to, to hear the entire declaration from beginning to end, just to see and, and hear what the founding fathers were actually thinking, because it's, it's amazing how little Americans are actually exposed to the full text of the declaration these days to wit. When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and nature's God entitle them, a decent respect to the opinions of mankind requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, That they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. That among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That whenever any form of government becomes destructive to those ends... It is the right of the people to abolish it or alter it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light and transient causes. And accordingly, all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they're accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing inevitably the same object evinces the design to reduce them to utter despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former systems of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having in direct object the establishment of an absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused to assent to laws the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formidable to tyrants only. He's called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He's dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness firmness his invasions to the right of the, on the right of the people he has refused for a long time after such disillusions to cause others to be elected whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation have returned to the people at large for their exercise the state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the danger of invasion from without and convulsions within He's endeavored to prevent the population of these states for the purpose of uh, obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners, refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither, and raising the conditions for new appropriations of lands. He's obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He's made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He's erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat our substance substance and sustenance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has effected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He's combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving their assent to their acts, giving his assent rather, to their acts of pretended legislation, for quartering large bodies of troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases uh, of the benefit of a trial by jury and for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. For abolishing the free system of English laws in a neighboring province, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into those colonies. He's talking about Canada. For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He's plundered our seas, ravaged our coast, burnt our towns and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation." He has constrained our fellow citizens taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their own country, to become the uh, executioners of their friends and brethren, or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring upon the inhabitants of our frontiers the merciless savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions." In every state of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people nor have we been wanting in our attentions uh, of our british brethren we've warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend an unwarrantable jurisdiction over us we've reminded them of the circumstances of our emigration and settlement here we have our appeal we have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity and have conjured them by the ties to our common kindred to disavow these usurpations which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence They, too, have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consanguinity. We must, therefore, acquiesce to the necessary, to the necessity, which denounces our separation, holds them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war but in peace, friends. We, therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in general Congress assembled, appealing to the supreme judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, and they are absolved of all allegiance to the British crown, and that all political connections between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free independent states they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and do all other acts and things which independent states may have right do. And for the support of the Declaration with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. After which the representatives of the 13 colonies, which I won't name right now, they're all out there. Google is your friend, uh, signed their names, and Many and in many of those cases, as Michael Medved describes on what will be his 20th straight broadcast of his epic July 4th broadcast this uh, coming Wednesday, uh, and ran down the list of what happened to the founding fathers, many of whom had to answer to that pledge of lives, fortunes and sacred honor with their lives and their fortunes, if not their sacred honor. What does this mean to us today? Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM a the Patriot. More on that when we come back on this pre-4th of July edition of the Northern Alliance. Go nowhere. Be right back.
2: Your credit card companies love you. They love it when your cards stay maxed out. They love it when you only make minimum payments. They love it when you struggle. Why? Because they own you. And minimum payments mean maximum profits. Here's great news. National Debt Relief is now offering you free information on how to escape your credit card debt nightmare. If you owe more than $10,000 in credit card debt and are only barely making minimum payments, know this. You may not have to pay it all back. In fact, you may have the right to settle that debt for only a fraction of what you owe. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of people get rid of over $500 million of debt, and they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Get the information you need for free right now. Now, before this offer goes away, call National Debt Relief now and escape your credit card debt troubles. 800-314-4789. 800-314-4789. 800-314-4789.
0: Don't miss Sandvold
2: Financial Group's Money Talks radio show, here every Sunday morning at 9.
5: Securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837.
6: Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites, We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary
1: adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher, happening December 2nd to the 11th. Register today at am1280thepatriot.com. Need a roof? JTR Roofing.
5: Need siding?
4: JTR Roofing.
5: How about windows?
4: JTR Roofing.
5: The name's not big enough. It should be JTR Roofing, Siding, and Windows.
4: They'd rather have a name that's too small than a price that's too big. For a free estimate, go to roofwithjtr.com. That's roofwithjtr.com. AM
3: 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651 289-4488 289 The number to call. You can also join us on Twitter Hashtag Narn Show That's N-A-R-N Show Short for Northern Alliance Radio Network Hey, don't forget, Saturdays at 4 o'clock Americans for Prosperity with Jason Floors well, Continuing the excellent tradition of fantastic, excellent conservative programming on the weekends here on AM 1280 The Patriot, dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, ergo, dominating Twin Cities radio. So, so I just read the entire Declaration of Independence from from wall to wall, from beginning to end, from from checkered from uh, green flag to checkered flag, and I think it's important that people hear it because it is it. it, it It's unheard of throughout human history when it was originally drafted uh, 242 years ago, this coming Saturday, uh, about this time, 242 years ago, uh, because it was not drafted overnight on July 4th. Obviously, most of you took enough history to know that. It was a long, uh, drawn-out battle to draft the Declaration of Independence, and it led to uh another 15 years of battling over what exactly was going to be the the framework of the democracy that was declared on July 4th 1776 which led to our constitution via the articles of confederation uh which were enacted at the end of the the revolution but the declaration of independence uh still it's one of the, along with the Constitution, is what has guided this attempt at a democracy uh, for for the past two hundred and forty two years. And and by the way, when I say democracy, that's another one of those things like like Fourth of July that gets people into a into a a, a mongering uh, froth. They go, uh, well, we don't have a democracy; we have a representative republic. Well, that's that's correct. And in terms of, of general English usage, uh, if you're using democracy with a capital D, well, that is majority government, 50% plus one majority rules. Uh, in other words, mob rule, which we do not have in this country. Now, small d democracy, well, that's a general term for government of by and for the people, the demos in the ancient Greek, not so ancient Greek for that matter. Uh, and so both terms do apply. And if you want to be pedantic about something, again, Don't be pedantic about the term Fourth of July, pass good knowledge along, and don't be pedantic about the term democracy, unless you see people spelling it with a capital D, in which case uh, they're probably Chuck Schumer. I want to go through the Declaration of Independence, though, because, again, not in, in its entirety, because that would make a boring radio show re- reading it once every segment for a full hour. I mean that'd be kind of a cheap way out of an hour of radio and I don't want to do that. Because there's there's much more to be gleaned from the Declaration of Independence today on its 200 uh, on the week of its 242nd anniversary than just hearing it again every memorial day which we passed a month ago. I I wish upon the American people the idea that 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 we continue to have a democracy small d that is worthy of the sacrifice of those who who fought for this country over this past two and a half centuries and On the Fourth of July, I would like to take the opportunity to go through the Declaration of Independence and take stock take inventory of of how well we are living up. To what the Declaration of Independence called us, and the government that is supposed to be constituted as a free association of all of us as equals to govern each other through our mutual consent—how that is doing? When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, we hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal; they are endowed by their Creator with certain inalienable rights that among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You you, you don't need to have a PhD in political science to know that there's a significant part of our society that has no concept of the notion of of rights being endowed to us by our creator. You don't have to go and find high school kids who think they're, or, or Europeans, or European high school kids who think that rights are endowed to us by our government. That The same government that protects those rights is the one that grants them. To be an American is to believe that rights are endowed to you by your creator. Whatever you believe that creator is, whether that creator is God or Yahweh or Allah or merciless fate or biology, or I don't care what Cthulhu for all I care, but that's where your rights come from. From the fact that you were born a human being in this universe, and yet we have swaths of people, perhaps 30, 40 percent of the people in this country who do not believe this, and they elect representatives who act like they don't believe it or pay it the most facile lip service that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Well, pursuit of happiness, of course, taken from Tom Paine's original uh, spelling of, of the fundamental rights, life, liberty, and the preservation of property, the notion that what you own is yours. Gone up against the Minnesota Department of Revenue lately? Not much pursuing of happiness going on there, is there? That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed that's such a key statement about what it means to be an American about what America is supposed to be a government. I'll say it again. Men who derive their just powers, uh, governments instituted among men who derive their just powers from the consent of the governed. Do governments believe this today? We've got so many examples, but the one I love to turn to this time of year is that of former Minnesota Senate Majority Leader Larry Pogamiller, who sometime about 10 years ago, back when the Democrats had the majority in the Senate, I think back during the Pawlenty administration, when they were arguing about some spending, a tax cut or another. Yes, Tim Pawlenty did argue for tax cuts and spend and trying to hold a line on spending. And Larry Pogamiller uh famously went on the media gave an interview where he said i don't think that people are have do a better job of spending their money own money than government does as a way of saying government has a prima facie right to what you earn before you do it's the same thing from which by the way the idea that a tax cut is considered an expenditure Logically, that can only come from the assumption that your money is the government's first and yours second. Governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers by the consent of the governed. I don't know any sane person who consents to the idea that the fruit of your labor belongs to government first, and then you, maybe, if there's anything left over onward and that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness now low-hanging fruit here it's possible to argue that what they meant was the revolutions that we have every two years in this country to re-elect our lower house of our legislature and every six years to re-elect the, the, to impanel a third of the higher upper house of our legislature and every four years to pick a new chief for the executive branch. But if you look at it literally, the notion that a people, that that the, that the, that the notion of Establishing a new government that works better for the people is a right of the people. You discuss this clause in the Declaration today, and there's a fairly large and well healed part of our population that will call you a traitor, that will accuse you of treason, unless you're violating against, uh, unless you're rioting, I should say, against Donald Trump. That's that's a whole other matter. Onward. Prudence indeed will dictate that governments long established should not be changed or for lighter transient causes. Accordingly, all experience has shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evil is sufferable uh, than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they're accustomed. One of the things that was most revolutionary about America is the fact that up until then, it was utterly unique in human history. Before that, The vast majority of humans who ever lived on this planet, like many who still live today, lived under tyranny of one form or another and never saw any other possibility of any other way of existence. Martin Luther King was wrong and Barack Obama was wrong in quoting him. The arc of history traditionally, up until July 4th of 1776, does not bend universally towards justice. Throughout all of history... Here to there to four the arc of history bent inexorably towards tyranny and barbarism and to say otherwise is to be a laughable Pollyanna. That was one of the things that made America most revolutionary, the idea that democracy is even possible, that divine right of rule of of the haves over the have-nots is not the natural state of mankind. Liberals today think democracy is inevitable, that's wired into human beings. A look at history, especially history before the Declaration of Independence, shows that to be comical, laughable, and yet a deadly thing to believe. I'm going to continue my way through the Declaration of Independence as we continue. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
5: Message and data rates may apply.
7: Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real natural hair back permanently. They're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts SAVE22 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. You wash it. You cut it. It's your own real naturally growing hair. And the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text SAVE22 to 85850. That's S-A-V-E two two
5: to 85850. Stocks and options
8: trading involves financial
5: risk and is not suitable for all investors.
8: Hey guys, it's Scott Bauer here, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy. Are you looking for a super hot stock tip? Here at Prosper, we are always looking for exciting opportunities in the markets. And right now, all my students are salivating over this stock we are watching. In fact, I've got this hot stock written down right here, and I'm about to text it to you for free. I just need to know where to send it. Simply text HOT to 48542 and I'll text it to you instantly. How do I know this stock is so hot? Well, I'm a former CBOE market maker for Amazon Options, former vice president of Goldman Sachs, and I have over 25 years of professional trading experience. I'm telling you, this stock is hot. But be warned, the stock may move soon, so you need to claim it before it does. Text HOT to 48542, and I'll text you this hot stock instantly. Text HOT to 48542, and I'll text you this hot stock instantly. Message and data rates may apply.
2: Blue Ox eating in it
4: Right now, Blue Ox Heating and Air is offering a legendary $49 air conditioner tune-up. For $49, a fully trained and certified Blue Ox technician will come to your home and make sure your system is running smooth and efficiently. If your AC unit needs repair, the tune-up fee counts towards the cost. And don't forget to ask about the Blue Ox No Breakdown Guarantee. Log on to GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue
6: Ox Heating and Air. Legendary service. Install and repair. We'll fix anything with legendary care.
3: AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget, Brad Carlson back next Sunday, 1 to 3 on the Closer Edition. I'm in for him today. He's off on assignment, enjoying a weekend of, well, being on assignment, I presume. (laughs) Of course, I will be back. Next week, Saturday from 1 to 3 on uh, AM 1280, The Patriot. King Banyan every Saturday morning, 9 to 11. Uh, Also, well, so much going on here this next couple weeks. My band, uh, Elephant in the Room, will be playing a couple gigs in about three weeks here. Uh, Thursday night, the 26th, uh, we'll be playing a fundraiser for the Newburger campaign up at Willie McCoy's in Champlin. Uh, We're going to be doing a double bill with uh, a good friend, Rick Aguilar, and his band, Space Force. And uh, that's, that's going to be a lot of fun. We're uh, going to be uh, playing a set each, maybe uh, jamming on a couple things as well. Also rolling out a uh, new member of the band who will be familiar to a lot of you who have been longtime listeners. That should be a lot of fun. Uh, so make sure you pop on out there. It'll be, uh, it'll be like getting the old band together again, literally <laughs> in this case. Also, the next night, uh, Friday the 27th, we'll be out at the new Eagles Club in Stillwater. It's on Highway 36. It's the old, uh, what do you call it? It's famous Dave's. All roads lead back to barbecue today. I really have to broaden my horizons here. Anyway, we're going through the Declaration of Independence line by line here because that's what people need to focus on. I think. I think we all think this on uh, as we head towards another Independence Holiday, our 242nd as a nation. And we get to the clause about the long string of uh, abuses and usurpations uh, pursuing inevitably the same object uh, designed to reduce the subjects of America under absolute despotism. And and the founding fathers then ran down a list almost like uh, a a lawyer writing a, a a declaratory brief or perhaps a petition and summons about all the the laws that have been broken, all the the elements of law that need to be argued. Uh, uh, the king has refused to assent to laws his, uh, that were proposed, forbidding his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance and then ignored them, uh, the laws when he was uh, supposed to, to attend to them, refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of immigrants to a country that at that time needed them desperately, uh, has called together legislative bodies Far away from pe- where people actually lived and kept their paperwork, for the sole purpose of making it impossible to comply with the law. You see this happening today. You see this happening today in our in our country. The the growth of the deep state bureaucracy that, from the language used in our laws to the idea that that people. Even people's elected representatives have hours to read 2,000-page laws and then voting on them. And uh, laws you have to pass to see what's in them. And and the bureaucracy, you know, the unaccountable, deeply entrenched bureaucracy that builds up around this form of lawmaking and see where perhaps our republic has failed dramatically in living up to those particular clauses of the Declaration of Independence and how they are a result of the collapse of the federalism that our democracy was rebuilt around, well, originally built around, it was originally Confederation that became a federal uh, republic with the rise of the Constitution, I I think you can. Uh, We'll come back to that. He has the king has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invention his invasions of the rights of the people. Well, we see that today. We are certainly seeing a, an invasion of onerous social tyranny today. I, I mean the the, the the tyranny of the majority, or at least the majority in the public square, the people with the the printing presses and the loudest bullhorns certainly exert this uh they haven't dissolved the Congress yet, but they certainly uh do make their best attempt to overwhelm the right of the people to assemble and have their grievances heard, unless you're against Donald Trump. Uh and onward, he has made his judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries, has uh, obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing a judiciary system and endeavored to prevent the population of these states for the purposes of, of obstructing the laws uh, of, of, of dealing with foreigners and uh, and on and on. And 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 when I read these this list of charges, I have to say, I mean you have to you remember Howard Root, one of the best guests we've had on this show, the author of Cardiac Arrest? And in these five or six different accounts in, in the, the founding fathers indictment against King George basically uh spell out the list of the outrages committed by a rampaging bureaucracy against the people and their freedom. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat their substance. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of the legislatures and uh, affected to render the military independent of, and superior to the civil power. This speaks directly to the, the, the explosive growth I think that we have seen over the last 50 years, especially of federal law enforcement up until a hundred years ago, there were three federal crimes, treason. I forget the other two, but there were, there were three of them and it didn't take a lot of work and it certainly didn't take a lot of bureaucracy to, to enforce those three laws, federal law enforcement, the federal, uh, the federal law enforcement system was exceedingly limited in scope. It didn't have much to do, and what it did, it was expected to do with the minimum of force, effort, cost, and disruption upon the people. And if you remember our interviews with Howard Root, the author of Cardiac Arrest, you see how completely perverted that has become in the past 100 and especially the past 50 years as the regulatory state has metastasized into using the federal law enforcement system and an immense, unanswerable bureaucracy to the term of imposing social goals uh, upon the free market and its practitioners and basically providing political resumes for its leadership. Not to mention the multiplication of federal law enforcement. He he uh, kept among us, in terms of peace, standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. The, the original Congress and the, the founding fathers were deeply worried about standing armies because they had been, in Europe, instruments of the tyranny they were fighting against. And they certainly were here in the United States. Remember, the British sent their army from Boston to Lexington and Concord to enforce gun safety laws. Enforce common sense gun regulations. (laughs) It's literally what they were doing. Now, I'm less worried, by the way, personally, about uh, the standing army today than I am about federal law enforcement. Over the past 20 years, it's not just been Barack Obama. George W. Bush participated, as did Clinton before him. The idea that practically every federal bureaucracy has a SWAT team or several SWAT teams, not just the FBI. Not just customs. Department of Education has a SWAT team. Why? I'm much less worried about our standing army at this point in our history than I am about the fact that the federal government maintains a huge armed force amongst us. That is a complete slap in the face of a couple of counts in the Declaration of Independence he has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our constitution and unacknowledging by our law unacknowledged rather by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. Well, it was eighty years ago eighty five years ago, that Franklin Delano Roosevelt started packing the Supreme Court and using that uh, as the vehicle towards imposing the commerce clause on virtually all commerce taking place in America. And by the way, using that as the camel's nose under the tent to impose federal regulation on just about every corner of American life, things that were supposed to be delegated to the states and more importantly to the people suddenly got slurped up like ants being sucked into and digested by a huge federal aardvark. It was a collapse of federalism that... Redounds downs to our detriment to this day. Something that we need to roll back. Something that I fear cannot be rolled back without a fundamental change of what this government is and means and aspires to be. Can that be done peacefully? Perhaps. Can it be done without a complete collapse of the government we already have? I have my questions. Onward, for imposing taxes on us without our consent and for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury. Uh, Have you ever seen a better job description of the IRS (laughs) right there? Uh, uh, For taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments. For suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. Don't even get me started on the entire administrative law system in this country, which is administrative, but not really law. But is a testimony to the collapse of the federalism that, that makes this country and our freedoms possible. There are people who say now that this country is too big to govern. And they probably have a point. It's too big to govern in the centralized way that Woodrow Wilson first started to poke under the tent and that FDR and LBJ further expanded into becoming the way our government works, Our, our country is too big to govern in a centralized way. It's no easier to govern than the Soviet Union was in a centralized manner. And it's because we, the people, allowed government over the past hundred years and especially the last 50 and 80 years to walk all over these tenets of the Declaration of Independence. More when we come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network on an Independence Day edition of the broadcast. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance. This seems
0: like a dream to me
4: now. Took me four days to hitchhike from Saginaw to look for America. Laughing on the bus. AM 1280,
1: The Patriot.
2: This is a special alert for Americans who owe more than $10,000 in back taxes. Get ready for a toll-free hotline number. Call and get free information on how to take advantage of new initiatives that could significantly reduce or even eliminate your tax debt. Call Stop IRS Debt today at 800-893-8907. Learn how you can stop collection calls, IRS letters, bank levies, and wage garnishments, all by using a proven A-plus BBB-rated tax system that negotiates with the IRS for you. If you haven't filed returns in years or you're already in a payment plan you can still get tax relief the government is ready to work out a generous program that can resolve your tax debt quickly be warned this situation won't last forever and your tax debt will only get worse if you don't act now do not try to handle it yourself call stop irs debt now for free information 800-893-8907 that's 800-893-8907 800-893-8907
6: If it works, they will send it to you automatically. If it doesn't work, tell them not to send any shipments, and it's as simple as that. It is all at relieffactor.com. I've been using it for years now. relieffactor.com.
4: Did you know that 45% of consumers look at your online reviews, comments, and feedback to decide if they want to do business with you and your company? I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities, and I want to introduce you to Salem Surround. The next generation answer to digital marketing for your local business. Salem Surround can help your company get the most out of their online reviews and reputation. Call Alyssa for more information at 651-289-4406. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup. For just $33, Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $200 on Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing today. Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber and your water softener experts.
3: AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. I don't think I'll be taking calls. I don't have time for that today. Always great to hear from all of you every other hour of this broadcast. Going through the Declaration of Independence line by line and finding the places where our government today falls short. Got a few more points to go through. I had to leave out a bunch. I mean, a lot. Because it's there's a lot to go through. I could spend two solid hours on it. Perhaps next year for Independence Day, I will do exactly that. Uh, i got three more to go through here. He, he is, King George at this time, transporting large armies of mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny. Okay, we are pretty safe from foreign invasion in this country. I mean, we have more military capable of crossing an ocean to invade another continent than the rest of the world put together a couple times over. So a foreign military invasion, Red Dawn style, makes for interesting, sometimes engrossing, often comical fiction, but it's not going to happen. On the other hand, the debasing of our immigration system, as we discussed in the first hour, turning it from a, a vehicle to create new assimilated Americans who believe in the tenets of our immigration system and our Constitution into a pipeline for new Democrat voters without regard to whether or not they ever assimilate, to whether they become Americans, whether they ever believe in what our Constitution and this declaration is really about. Well, it's not an armed violent in- invasion for the most part, but it is certainly uh, got a shot at debasing our society. I mean, from the perspective of someone who believes in what the declaration set forward. He has excited domestic insurrections among us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants uh, of our frontiers, the merciless savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes and conditions. Okay. It's an attack on the native Americans. And yes, there was a war and there, and, and it turned into a genocide. And uh, for that, America has had to reckon for well over a century now. And that reckoning continues. And, uh, and, and, it's a, it's a sign of how things have changed, perhaps, maybe not so much over the last 242 years. Uh, the, 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 the people that we were conquering certainly didn't cotton uh, to being conquered without a fight in many, many, many cases. Now, uh, not going to go over that here today, but uh, although it's certainly worth a discussion at some point here, but we talk about domestic insurrections that uh, are brought upon us, the people. Have to look at the way the left is forgiving not only the 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 spont- semi spontaneous bobbleheads that the likes of Kamala Harris and Maxine Waters called forth over this past week, demanding that they get in our faces in public, that they spit in our foods, that they make it impossible for us conservatives to go out in public. <laughs> the The real resistance to go out in public, to participate in public life, we also have to look at domestic insurrections uh, like, well, anti-fa, so-called the anti-fascist group that is indistinguishable from the behavior of the fascist brown shirts, black shirts, uh, and, and other such groups of thugs that uh, be- beat down on dissent uh, around the world. This is part and parcel of the same sort of uh, oppression that the founding fathers were complaining about uh, against uh, King George, who incited the similar sorts of attacks against uh, patriots by loyalists back then. And finally, at least for purposes of today's show, in every stage of these oppressions, we have petitioned our redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be a ruler of a free people. So, yes, on the one hand, we have an elected system of government and a system of government and a society that is still, by world standards, certainly historical world standards and even the standards of the world today, It's pretty free, pretty stable, a a system by which the changes in government that need to happen are still done by peaceful, democratic means, and even by routine, process-driven means that can basically be repeated in society's sleep for centuries at a time. And this is a good thing, and it is so much better than the alternative. Most Americans have no idea, and especially, I say this when I hear the leftist bobbleheads who prattle a gabble on about being the resistance and and discussing the violence that they are thinking they need to start to resort to, you have, and along with them, some of the idiot anarchists out there, the people on the far fringe of the libertarian movement who think it's time to burn it all down. (laughs) If you don't think the will to power beats the non-aggression principle every single time, I'd like to meet the unicorns that bring you whatever you're smoking. It never fails. The will to power always trumps the non-aggression principle. But let's go more strictly to the point of our peaceful redress of grievances and the humility with which we brought those. I remember eight years ago, it hardly seems that long ago, but eight and nine years ago when the Tea Party rose from nothing to knock the establishments of both sides completely cattywampus in time for the 2010 election and led an epic landslide of of ch- a huge, 180-degree change of course over the course of one electoral cycle in this country, denying Barack Obama complete control of, the, uh, of Congress after two very parlous years. And the way with which... Our governments, our establishment on both sides and our sort of de facto societal government, our mass media, our mainstream infotainment complex united to slander the Tea Party and the small government activists who used the Tea Party to as as the vehicle for for pushing a point of view that actually resonated with a huge percentage of the American people. And this slander, this this treatment of of dissent, this peaceful pursuit an assembly for the redress of grievances, was repainted as racists and Nazis and, and people of of deeply awful character. Which led inexorably to the notion that, that to get these changes made, you couldn't play nice and you shouldn't play by their rules and led to the support for Donald Trump that has led to our mainstream left becoming completely demented in recent years. I urge you all to read the Declaration of Independence and in your own hearts and in your own families and in your own communities, whatever that community is, rededicate yourself to rededicating our society to trying to achieve all the best of what was in there. And with that, I'll leave you this week. We'll see you next week. On behalf of Brad and the rest of the Narn crew, have a blessed Independence Day. God bless you all. God bless America.
4: Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Prior Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world, and it's open to the public. This place is simply awesome. There are five different sporting clay courses that provide 30 different shooting scenarios. Memberships are available as well. You can hunt pheasants, turkey, partridge, ducks, and more. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Maybe try some of their delicious bacon-wrapped pheasant bites. For pricing and details, visit horseandhunt.com.
5: We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988.
4: Paramount Exteriors are your local roofing and siding experts. You can count on the job being done right and on time. With over 35 years of experience, they help Minnesota homeowners increase the value, enhance the curb appeal, and improve the energy efficiency of their homes. They even have interest-free financing options. Visit them today at ParamountExteriorsMN.com. Don't take a chance on something as important as your home. Go with someone you can trust. Contact them for your free estimate today. ParamountExteriorsMN.com.
6: This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. As we continue the long days of summer and celebrations like the 4th of July or family vacations, it is important to keep in mind that across large parts of the world, the idea of either freedom or leisure, much less both, is so far off as to be the stuff of legend. For us, it's a taken-for-granted annual ritual. We are so blessed that we often simply forget to count those blessings and marvel at their largely uninterrupted enjoyment for 200-plus years. No, we are not a perfect nation, not even close, but we are the best hope of mankind, exceptional for all of our history, and even more so as the world collapses in so many places into abject barbarianism. Our political leaders and our courts may disappoint. Our common culture may disparage our uniqueness. But the facts of history do not lie. In the face of our many imperfections, we should all give thanks for living in this time and in this country. Happy Fourth of July from all of us here at the Salem Media Group.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. AM 1280, The Patriot is W